gross. Well, we're back. Let's build a big little life. Here's a fun thing we could all do. Because Dallin literally rubs my feet during this entire podcast, if you can find somebody to rub your feet while you listen to this podcast, take a picture and then tag it with at the Dashleys and we'll see that. And we'll repost it. And we'll look at it and we'll repost it. Hey, you guys, we are glad to have you with us for our second podcast ever recorded. Today is going to be a fun one. We are doing things we wish we knew before we were married about marriage. It's kind of part of a series. This episode is what we wish we knew about being married before we got married. And then the next one is going to be what we wish we knew about being parents before we became parents. And this one was actually pretty hard for me because knowing that we're going to do that other podcast, all I could think about was like the seven zillion things I wish I knew about being a parent before I became a parent. Some of them might double, might overlap. It's true. So Dallin and I did this cool thing where I was like, don't tell me anything that you're going to say so that it's like a real conversation. Also, when he tells me what he's going to say, I kind of blank. And all I can think about are the things that he's going to talk about. And I have no original thoughts. So we haven't talked about this. Side note, Dallin has put much more effort into this than I have. I wanted to get my thoughts down because when I get put on the spot on this, I'm like, uh, communication is good. <laughs> Let's get started right away with number one. Go first, Ash. We both have lists. Like Ashley said, we haven't talked about each other's lists. So this is all new to us and hopefully we'll bring some value to you guys as well, whether you're married or not. Side note. Because we put these things doesn't mean, at least for me, doesn't mean that I'm perfect at these things. It's just that I know them better now and I'm trying to be good at them. (laughs) But I don't want it to seem like, yeah, I'm perfect at this stuff now. This is definitely unqualified advice. Hashtag unqualified advice. We'll probably be using that a lot. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, cool. Number one, Ash, why don't you just get get started? Okay, so the number one thing I wish I knew about being married before I got married was that like... I feel like leading up to marriage, at least for me personally, it was like a checkoff, like, okay, like finish school, check. Okay, go to college, check. Okay, like learn how to drive, check. Not in that order. I did driving first, (laughs) but, and then we got married and it was like, check. And then the next thing on my mind was like, okay, like when are we going to have kids? So we can check that off. I wish I knew that the checklist could end for a long time, like when you got married. What do you mean? Like, I feel like the whole like teenage life into the twenties, like get a job, finish college, get a real job, like do all those things. I feel like they happened like, like one year after the other. And I was like in this rhythm, like, okay, like it's another year. Like I got to, like, I can't like waste my time and be lazy. Like we got to do something. I wish I just didn't have that in me because I feel like I didn't just we, I feel like we, I mean, like, I don't want to like say we didn't want George cause he was definitely like a planned person. Like he was planned and we tried for him, but I almost feel like we felt, and it wasn't like anyone pressuring us. I mean, you get married and everyone's like, oh, when are you going to have a baby? Mm-hmm. And like, at least in my family, like the, the, the time to have a baby is like, you usually have your first kid, like within the first two years which probably isn't normal for like the majority of families across America. And I just kind of wish Dallin and I had just like, cause we stressed about it a lot before planning, before like 
deciding on George. I wish we had just like not and just kind of enjoyed the whole like it's just us. And I think we did, but I think we were like this has to end sooner than later. And I almost wish we had let it go on a little bit longer. Oh, so you're thinking of the next box to check of have kids after getting married? Uh-huh. Like as soon as we got married, I was like, oh. I, I mean, like I was a teacher, so I was like done with children. I was like, no, like let us not bring children into our house for mm-hmm. a while. But then I, at the same time, I was like the other person living inside my body, like controlling my life was like, no, you need to have kids like ASAP as possible. Like get on that girl. So I just... I don't know. I think it would have been better for Dallin and I. Not better. Again, we love George and we love having George. But I just think now that we have kids, I kind of wish we had had more just us time to like do things like we could have done so much. Like now, like basically our nights consist of us like sitting next to each other, fantasizing about like all that we this could have imaginary done date we could be on during that first two years didn't have two babies sleeping upstairs yeah and like when we were in that moment where we could have done that stuff we were just poor and we couldn't do anything so i almost wish we had like even just a year of not being poor before babies uh-huh where we could be like we went on one cruise we did go on a cruise we that couldn't afford like a big honeymoon so we saved for like a year and then we went on a cruise And that was like right after the cruise is when I got pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then that was it. And we have like this picture on our wall and we like stare at it as we like rock children to sleep. And we're like, they're just screaming at us. Remember, remember when I fit in a swimsuit? Remember when we like went on that cruise and we just like ate dinner for like three hours and like talked to each other? Yeah. And we like, (laughs) we literally like teared up looking at that picture and been like, what happened? Like, why didn't we do this more? Yeah. That's something that I was thinking about writing down too. It didn't make my top list, but like it was treasure the moments before you have kids. And maybe, and I think a lot of people do do this, but like, like give your, give your like marriedness, like a couple years to like ripen Uh (laughs) before you just start procreating. Yeah. But again, you know, when it's right, it's right. And I honestly think like it was right to have George, like so many amazing blessings. And like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to, I wish we did more things. I wish we had more money so that we could have done more things. (laughs) Be rich when you're married so that you can use a lot of the money to do fun stuff before you have kids. Right. There we go. That is number one. Number one. (laughs) Be rich. Okay. Easy. Easy. Just kidding. No, but for, yeah, no, that's awesome. That's good advice. Uh, don't stress about having kids. Don't listen to other people's. That's, have kids. Kids are great. We're not like anti-children, no, obviously. Of course. We've had two children in two years. But don't feel pressure to have kids. And a lot of people will tell you to have kids, especially your parents, because they want grandkids. A better way to state this is um, prioritize experiences before children because while you can still have fun with kids like that's what our vlog is all about Mm -hmm. there are many things that become not fun with kids restaurants movie theaters the car what i would pay to just go on a car ride with dallin for like like a road trip road trips are like literally like i like get stomach ulcers thinking of road trips with kids with children i just can't a lot of things get exponentially harder or impossible 
once you have kids. So treasure that time. That was really good. Okay, moving on. I wish I knew that the honeymoon phase was a real thing. I know exactly where Dallin is going with this. Yeah, no, it's like, I mean, if you've read the five love languages, you talk, there's a whole chapter, have. which is which is my next point. Which is basically I wish our, I had read that book. Our marriage Bible. <laughs> I know. But he talks about how the honeymoon phase is a real thing and the in love experience, right? When you're you're smitten by somebody, you're just all consumed by them. They can do no wrong. They think you can do no wrong. Everything is perfect. And if something like a little red flag comes up, whether big or small, you're just like, it'll work itself out. It's fine. I love this person. They love me. And we are just going to have a happily ever after. No issues whatsoever. The five love languages is like couples therapy for people who can't afford couples therapy. It really is. Hashtag it, It's us. so good listening to Gary Chapman, the author, just talk to you. We listen to the audiobook, and he just has a soothing voice. It was a really good, really good book. But basically he talks about how after about two years, you come down from that love high. Or as soon as you have a child. Or as soon as you have a child. And it's just like when real life gets real enough to like make this like perfect happy thing that you and your spouse have it like just when issues start coming up like i don't even know how to say it like well you you come down and you realize that this isn't a perfect person they do things differently than you they have different ideas than you they do some things that might actually annoy you how i described it to dallin like it was after james was born and we i just felt like we weren't connecting i felt like I just felt like he was doing things that my best friend wouldn't do to me. Like I have a best friend and like, I, I would like look it down and be like, my best friend would never do that to me. Like, why are you doing this to me? And it wasn't anything huge. It was just things that hurt me that Dallin had no idea were hurtful. Yeah. And I was probably doing the same thing to him. And then over time of us unknowingly, like having these actions that the other person was taking as hurtful we just kind of grew apart and we didn't feel like best friends anymore i just felt like i don't know like a rancher a rancher where are you <laughs> like, going with that like dallin and i were working a farm and we had these two little baby cows we were just taking care of but it was just all business you feed the cows yeah like yep. i'll i'll feed them when are you coming in to like take them out to pasture <laughs> <laughs> love and your then analogies we just, lately like, then we just walk home together and go to sleep uh-huh. At that point, Dallin was like, what are you talking about? Like, of course I'm your best friend. Like, how can you not feel the love that I have for you? I was like, I tell you I love you all the time. I tell you you're beautiful. I tell you thank you like, for all these Dallin things you do. Like it made Dallin cry when I was like, I feel like we don't even love each other Yeah, anymore. and I was like, I'm working so hard for you every day at work. Like I tell you that I love you. I tell you you're beautiful. Like I, I try to help out with the kids all that I can. And what I realized is that Ashley, we had come down from that love high and I realized that that our love languages are different and Ashley's like, love language totally opposite. Ashley's love language isn't words of affirmation, which is my love language and her love language is quality time. And I hadn't been given her quality time, which translated at least enough quality time. Like basically means like when Dallin tells me he loves me like verbally. And when he like tells me I'm beautiful, I'm just kind of like, okay, whatever. Like, thank you. Mm -hmm. Not in a mean way. It's just like, cool it's just not how she receives love but it's like, how i communicate if love. dallin was ever like hey do you want to go for a walk with me like or if he sees me going for a walk with the kids and he was like oh wait i want to come with you i would be like he does love me 
It's yeah, and real. I and I was like, oh, good, she's gonna go on a walk. And I'm like, gonna get some stuff done. For the last two years, I've been like, hey, come for a walk with me and Luna, or hey, come for a walk with me and the kids. And Dallin's been like, oh, I'm just gonna shower, or yeah. like I need to study, or I have to edit. And, and I've I didn't... just been like, he must not want to be with me. And I had no idea. I was like, man, I tell Ashley all the time that I love her. Like, I'm sure she feels loved. Or like and then... vice versa. Dallin tells me all these things, and I'm like, cool. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, she says I love you back, but she hardly ever is I the first one to say it. I never was the first one to say it or like, yeah. I don't ever go up to Dallin. Like he'll always come up to me and be like, you are so beautiful. And I'm like, whoa, like awkward. And I don't know why I feel that way. But like, I, and I've never, I, I don't think I've ever gone up to Dallin and be like, and just been like, man, your butt is giving me all the feels right now. That would just make me the happiest and man in the world. If I know. You told me that. And like, I like even saying that in the microphone, I'm like, it's like, I have to like throw it up out of my mouth to say it. I wish it wasn't so hard for you. I know. Because that's my love language. I know. And we're working on that. And I say a lot more than I used to say. You do. You're making a lot of progress. And now I realize that like, instead of saying, I love you and telling Ashley how great she is and all these things while still good. I can still, tell her. I, still I can tell it. her that I love her by going on a walk with her, and then like doing the dishes when I come home, so that we can have more quality time. And she is like all, all worked up by me in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> She's feeling all the loves from yeah. me be, be, because I like am spending quality time with her and not on my phone and stuff. That is what I learned. So read that book, y'all. Five love languages changed our marriage. <laughs> And love becomes less of a like an experience and more of an action. He says love is a verb and it's like a choice. It's not like a in love or out of love type thing. You choose to love this person by speaking their love language to them. That is a huge thing that we learned. And Ashley and I are trying to speak each other's love language every day. And it almost feels not like has a very unromantic feel to it sometimes. It does. But like when I'm just like romantic movies and books aren't real life. Like when I'm like in the shower being like, okay, I need to say something nice to Dallin. Like it's so weird because I'm like, what can't you like feel my love? Like because I, I'm always like, I'm married to you. Like I wouldn't be here if I didn't love you. Mm-hmm. You think I would have kids with someone I didn't love? And like that's that's my mind. And that's what how my she mind thinks, says. Yeah. And, but like, I, so I just like sit up in the shower sometimes and I'm like, okay, like, what could I say to him? Because really? when I feel, yeah. when I say it, I'm like, this is so like, I don't know, like. No, it's, it's really hard for Ashley and I don't understand why, but I, I accept that it's hard for her and I know she's working on it, which I really appreciate. And she has started by doing like Instagram posts talking about me. Which, I hate doing those too. But I love them. I'm I like, read that all the time. I don't want everyone like reading a love note. Why? Because I don't want, I just, I don't want people in our loveness, our like, our like most private things that I would say to you. I'm more private than Dallin. Also, that should probably be We're kind of putting ourselves out there with, you know, a vlog and a podcast. (laughs) I know, but like I do those things, but I'm not, I don't like profess my love to you on the vlog or the podcast or like. You don't have to. No, but Dallin really. Like it's like a, a letter of my words. So like that means a lot to for me to like write something about him. Mm-hmm. I just hate doing it on a in a public setting. You don't have to. But I do love them. It does explain a lot. Like <laughs> what? Like one of our rules, like if not a rule, but like I'm so much not a words of affirmation person slash so private about affection that like 
when we would go to like Dallin's family's house, he would always try and like kiss me or like, I don't know, like touch my butt or something. And I'd be like, get away from me. Like, do not touch me. Like, I don't know. And he's so not. And I'm sure that just damaged. It was like one little dent in the love relationship that eventually was very dented. And now we're undenting things. We're undenting things. Yeah. Undentation. Okay, next. We're trying to keep this moving because we have a few things. Okay, so this one's kind of just, I wish I wish I had worked on my own ish, issues, issues a little bit more <laughs> before we got married. Issues being inability to be wrong. My hatred of authority not that Dallin like lords over me I just hate authority so much that I think I put myself in a position of authority which is damaging again and to a team to a team of like a marriage to a team thing (laughs) right um I get super again with like I don't know like I don't know I, I think I make a lot of things a power struggle that don't need to be um, like if he has ever like, for example, when I edit the vlog, if Dallin comes up and he's like, oh, you should do this. I'm just like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, whoa, geez, just a, just Not, a suggestion here. I don't know. And I don't know. And like in my mind, I'm like, why are you being such a butthead, Ashley? But I just, I, I have issues and I think everyone has issues, but I wish I had kind of like, but it's hard to work through those when you're single. Cause you're just single and like. Maybe you don't even know you have those issues until you're like thrown into this like blended team dynamic. Like you don't know what you don't know. Conjoin your lives and make it work kind of situation. I can see why marriage is ordained of God. It's done a lot for me personally, you know? Yeah. Like I understand more. I have empathy for others. I understand how to talk Well, I think like Dallin grew up in a family that has like a family culture and like the things that that family does are so are like just his norm. And then I grew up in a family with my own family culture and the things that my family did were the total norm. And then we got married and it was like, surprise, like we, you, what your family does is so different than what he, his family does. And like normal to him is like totally foreign and uncomfortable to you. And it's just super hard. And you kind of realize like, I don't know, what's the word, like traits that you don't have that does that don't matter in your family Mm -hmm. but that are like prevalent in his family kind of i don't know like if that makes sense like um my family i think is a little more opinionated than your family like people just say what they feel and don't care if like it's just like oh that's how i feel like i don't know if that's not how you feel like that's fine, but that's how, I don't know. Like, I feel like, like for me and Dallin, like Dallin has a really hard time, like making like statements, like that might be considered hurtful about, I mean, like, I don't, do you know what I'm trying to say? You guys are more outspoken. Outspoken. And and my family is more like, keep the peace, just kind of chill. And sometimes as in a marriage, I'm like, just say it. Like, I don't know. And like, I, it's back the like vice versa like probably just say it too much a lot yeah. of the time mm-hmm. um so that leads to one of mine don't have any expectations which is so hard to do but 
Expectations right. are resentments in the making. I feel like my, well, I feel like a great struggle I've had was not, was kind of like expecting you. I had like this best friend all through college and like, you're my best friend too, but like, I kind of expected you to like take over the role she had in my life mm-hmm. and to be like, to do all the things that I love doing with her, that you would love doing the same things with me. And you don't like Dallin doesn't like singing along to musicals with me or right. going on walks as much as my friend did, or just, he does watch the bachelor with me. I do. He does. Mm-hmm. That could be a whole nother episode. Oh, we're doing bachelor recaps when that starts right here. Big little life. <laughs> right here okay no that's really good uh like expectations about shoot how you how you communicate expectations about holidays expectations about there's so many little things that you have built in expectations about because that's how you grew up your whole life and then your wife or your your spouse comes in and they're like what no it's done like this and you're like what like what oh wait i love playing games and ashley's like i hate playing games they stress me out so much and i'm like Let's play by the rules when we finally get to play a game. Now she's like, I always cheat. I'm I just like, try to get ahead. Why won't like, you cheat with me? Like, if you really love me, you would cheat with me. I know. And, I'm and like, we would win together. What the heck? It's not fun if you cheat. We got to play by the rules. And, and that's I'm just like, how Ashley grew up. I'm like, it's a game, Dallin. <laughs> like, if you're not cheating, you you don't care enough about it. Uh-huh. So, or yeah, like, little things. What was the one you thought of? When we were first married in our first apartment, so Dallin and I would like, uh, read scriptures and pray together. And when we would read scriptures, he would want to like discuss it. And like spiritual things are another thing I just keep super private. I don't even know why, like I'm a super spiritual person. I feel like, like I read like lots of books about like, like that dive deeper into religion. I like, I go to church every Sunday. I like went to a religious college, like I lived like I like adopted certain standards into my life that I felt like were what Heavenly Father wanted for me. Like I I feel like a religious person. And then when we were married and Dallin and I would read scriptures together, it would always make him like frustrated because I wouldn't like like voice my thoughts about passages. And one time I like looked at him and I was like, you think you're more spiritual than me? And he was like, maybe. And I was like, I was mad at him for like a week. I remember it just like broke my heart that you had, that you thought I wasn't, but you had this expectation that like when we got married, you like you and your spouse would just like read scriptures and have these like huge spiritual conversations. And I was just letting you down. I think every time, because I wasn't, I had the expectation that we would talk more about it more openly and discuss it. And like, and I don't, and like maybe one day we'll get to that point. I don't even think we're at that. I don't even, we don't even do anything anymore. <laughs> we just pass out every day. Gosh. The end of the day. Kids just throw a whole, Another. throw you for a loop. We try to. I just remember that, like, when I, that was one time I didn't, I think, meet your expectations and I discovered it kind of. Uh huh. It was just tragic for me that you thought I wasn't spiritual. How I live my, yeah, how I live, like, my beliefs is how different than how Ashley. And I think the same thing when like you found out that I didn't think like I I was thinking you didn't like love me as much because I had this expectation that you would want to like spend time with you, spend like as all your free time, like, 
and we didn't have a lot. Like Dallin was filming weddings every other night and then working full time. Like we just didn't have almost any full any time. And we had two babies. And I thought we were doing fine because I would text you, I love you, call you, see how things are going. And then I was just at home alone. And actually just at home like feeling so totally unloved. abandoned. And then she tells and when me I that. I told him that it just. And I feel so mad and upset because I'm like, what the heck? I'm doing so much for you, you know, and, and I'm working so just... hard and I tell you all the time. And it's just we weren't connecting there. Different expectations about how to give and receive love. Yeah. Work on that, guys. Yep. So, OK, here's another one. Don't take advice from other couples. So Dallin and I have both had like friends on both of our sides. We, I've had a ton of friends like, and they give you all this great advice and you look at them and you think they know everything. And then like, cause they've been married longer than you. Cause they've been married longer than you. And then the next day, like, it's just, it, it like, it was shocking. Like when my friends got a divorce and then your friends got a divorce and it just kind of like made it very true to us to kind of that their their <laughs> advice isn't our their advice probably applied more to them and maybe it's true advice but kind of maybe as a couple search out your own advice instead of i don't know does that even make sense just there's basic principles to follow and then there's like specific things that a lot of people will tell you. Just stick to the principles and figure out your own specifics. And like marriage is like children, I feel like. Like I think people kind of treat the whole like parenting advice the same as marriage advice. Like a dime a dozen, is that a saying that applies? Like mm -hmm. like people have so much advice like, oh, like you should probably do this with George or hey, like you should do this with George. This worked wonders for my kid and like it will do nothing. But for example... George sleeping, like everyone was giving us advice, like do this with him, do this with him, do this with him. And nothing was working. And then the one thing that did work was we bought him a tent and now he sleeps in his big boy bed, like every night, all night. And like, no one was like, oh, the magic, like secret to your problem is to buy George a bed tent. And I think it's the same with marriage. Like probably the only person who can find an answer to your problem is probably you. You. And, your and uh, pray a lot because God knows you better than anybody else. So pray a lot and then talk about it with your spouse and figure out your own advice. That also kind of segues into social media. You can like get expectations from what you see on social media. And then when your spouse doesn't live up to that, then you're like all let down and build up resentments. And just like coming from like we have a social media, like we that's what we do. Mm -hmm. And like. It is so hard to be real on it. And that's what we try. That's our goal to be real. But like your initial, like when you're posting a picture, like you don't want to be real. Like you don't want to like, it's, it's, it's hard to, to and it's hard. Like if you're posting a picture to not be like, we had the best day and everyone was happy and we made the most magical memories. And don't we all look cute? Like it's hard not to like spin it that Those way. Those are the moments you want to share. Are the best moments. Yeah, but like... You don't want to share moments of kids screaming. Even if it is a perfect picture, like there's probably like... Like our family pictures, like they look perfect, but... Yeah, the backstory to that was kids were screaming for 30 the minutes. The backstory to that is we like... We had to go in the car. Literally, we have out of 5,000 shots, there were like 30 good ones where the kids weren't like crying. And I had to like... It took two hours because I had to nurse James every like 30 minutes. Every like three poses in between for 30 minutes and then go in the car and warm up again. The photographer and like, Luna in her ran car. away and barked at this person who, and like there was a 
trucks stuck in the hill behind us, like revving his tires and our kids wouldn't look at the camera. Because they like, were like looking at these people screaming at their truck. And then you would know none of that because all you see is the picture, like the one out of 5,000 where all the kids are looking at the camera. Right. George had a stick of gum in every picture and the photographer like photoshopped it out because he was, he wouldn't like, he wouldn't not scream if, unless he had a stick of gum. It's also hard because YouTube doesn't allow you showing kids in distress or else that would be and very And not real. that we would, but <laughs> We like, don't want to show that either, but it just shows that Like you, you see the, a picture or a marriage or a family and all you see is like, a, a second of a camera click so there's a there's a lot more context a lot more backstory than what you see so don't set expectations set your own expectations with each other and uh it's a lot happier that way maybe just i don't know i feel like my great like mantra the last year has just i watch a lot of um <laughs> some of my own personal therapy that i give myself is to watch these shows like 19 kids and counting and bringing up baits, not because I want to have 19 kids or like I even have different religious views than them. They are just so good at like speaking these like life truths mm -hmm. and like, and the way they say it is just so like pure and good. Like they're always like, there's a time and there is a season for everything. And I cannot tell you how many times I have said that this last year, like there's a time and a season. And right now is not our time and our season to like, do this thing or to like feel this way in our marriage. Like there will be a time and a season when Dallin and I can like just leave our kids at home and be like, Hey, watch a movie and mom and dad are going on a date, 13 year old. Mm. But it's like not that time. And it's not that there's a time and a season when I will sleep at night. And then another thing they say always are saying is like, <laughs> I feel like such what? a dork. Why? <laughs> like the only person who watches them for therapy. <laughs> No, I'm sure a lot of people they're do. always like they're always asking each other like what's on your heart so it's very like what's inside of like what 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 is like the good that you want or like acknowledging your emotions and all those things which is like not something I'm good at so I feel like that's really helped me a lot in our marriage the baits are the reason we're still married <laughs> and then the last one is to like they always are like just give yourself grace in this situation and that's another thing I think that could be applied to my marriage slash every marriage, just like recognizing that like, Hey, it's never going to be perfect or look like this picture on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like I hate there's like, like beauty in what I have. And like, if I'm not perfect in this, I still am like trying and I can give myself grace and just like, have positive thoughts about where I am right now instead of just tearing myself down and my marriage down for not meeting expectations. That's really good. Ashley and I are always reminding each other that we're on the same team. It's easy to jump into defense mode. Yeah. And like shut down the your your frontal cortex that does all the rational thinking and just let the let the what is it the the primal part of your brain that's like fight or flight just kick in like you defend your position no matter what uh -huh. it's uh we always remind each other that we're on the same team and like let's work through this you know what i'm saying dallin being like a words of affirmation guy sometimes i say things in like a blunt way or i like exaggerate something to make a point and then he'll just he'll take that very literally and it will just like shut us down for like a good four hours Hashtag our road trip home from St. George. Hashtag our road trip to St. George. 
Yeah. It's just hasn't, I don't think it's fully clicked in Ashley's heads yet that words are important to me. And, at, and then Dallin will say that to me and I'll be like, don't you know me? Like, don't you know that? I'm like, no, like, speak, I, I tell love me. you and you, I wouldn't say this to you if I loved you. Like, like of course I don't mean that. And yeah. Then, well, that's what we're working that's on. That's our struggle right now. There. Hashtag real reveal. There it is. So, okay. I have a few little more nuggets. Dallin had a lot more than me, but I feel like I'm good at jumping in. I think I like get ideas as he says Ashley's things. a thinker. I think out loud and like have to write things down. Ashley thinks in her head before she says stuff. I go sit in a closet or and, shower. Or shower and go, or go on walks and she's able to think in her head. I suck at thinking in my head. In my head, literally all there are are songs. There have like been like multiple occasions in our marriage where Dallin has just been like, like said like random, like two random things, like a word from two separate thoughts. Like he'll be like baseball chicken nuggets and i'll be like <laughs> i'll be like what and he'll be like what do you mean why don't you understand but he's just like it's just like if it's in his head he speaks it sometimes yeah. baseball chicken nuggets <laughs> yeah, those are two or things like he'll be mind. having this conversation with himself in his head and then he'll just like mid-sentence in his head start talking and be uh -huh. like i don't know he'll be like and that's another thing. <laughs> Just say that to the you. The car went fast. Or <laughs> I'll be like, what? Yeah. And, I, and then I'm like, don't you know what I'm talking about? I think that's extroversion versus introversion, right? Introverts are so good at thinking about things before they say them. And I'm extroverted where I like get energy by being around other people and thinking out loud and writing things down. Ashley gets drained by being around other people and thinks in her head before she speaks. Or just, I just retreat. And we really balance each other out that way if we Figure allow each other to. what you are, introvert or extrovert. That was a big struggle for us. Yeah. 16personalities.com, by the way, is a really good place to do that. I love that. It's like a big quiz and you figure out your personality and it gives you like seriously 10 pages of, of explaining yourself to you Dallin, about the, who you are. Dallin, like understanding what an introvert, he like, that was all last year. That was like the big struggle of last year, like, or the big, like, Dallin discovery where he was like, you're an introvert, Ashley. And I was like, no, duh. And he was like, I know what that means now. And he was like, I suddenly get why like at every fan, it's not you being a butthead every time my family gets together and wants to stay up all night and like party hardy and play like charade games. It's just, it just makes me want to die. And I just need to go to bed at eight. Yeah. And, uh, and a healthy marriage would, would give and take, you know? And our, our latest family together times with my family and your family, I feel like have gone really well. Because Dallin has just, like when I I've retreat... I've been more conscious of Ashley's needs. Just no, And it's just like when I retreat, it's not... I'm not like, why are you ditching us? Yeah, why are you ditching us? Yeah, everyone thinks you're weird. I'm just like, oh, cool. Yeah, Ashley's hanging out in the room for a while. Yeah, and everyone's like, cool. And everybody's like, cool. I was the one freaking out, worrying about what my family's thinking and like, and wondering why Ashley isn't fitting in with my family. I but now go, I'm like, just retreat, like, retreat and Dallin would be like, you need to get out there. Everyone thinks you're mad at them. And I'd be like, I'm not, I just need Gosh, a minute. I feel so bad. When in reality, they're just, they're, they're just fine. They're probably wondering what's going on. If there's anything they can do to help. And re in reality, Ashley just needs a minute to recoup and be by herself and regain that energy that, that is drained from being around other people for a long time. Not just because they're Dallin's family. It's just all people like i yeah. used to come home from teaching and literally sit in my closet 
because I needed like silence and darkness and like <laughs> no stimulation because I just spent eight hours with 30 kindergartners. Uh -huh. And this is where we're working on balancing each other out too, because like I get energized by being around other people and I love being in public or like concerts, baseball games and stuff. And um, that's another area where we are working on like giving and taking and meeting each other's needs because basically the only person like if everyone in the world were to disappear except for like my dog Dallin my children and like my immediate family and like my couple of best friends like I would be fine yeah and I would feel so lonely I would be like I mean, I wouldn't Great. be like, <laughs> like I let's be go. Lonely. I'd be like, cool. Like, what, where do you want to go for a walk? There's some, no leash laws anymore. I would just want to go do some fun stuff with you, like at a restaurant or public place or something. I know. And I'd be like, oh, there's this quiet grove down here. Like, mm -hmm. so yeah, this is what we're learning about each other. I would suggest new couples would do the 16 personalities together and learn about each other's personality traits. 16personalities.com. Yeah. Well, okay. So wrapping awesome. it up. Dallin would suggest you do that. I would suggest, I don't know what I would suggest. Just figuring out, like, I feel like you only figure these things out, though, like when you've had like a year of like basically fighting about something that is like not getting resolved. And then you're finally like, oh, it's because of this. But mm, maybe just be very open about your person, probably the personality type thing. Mm -hmm. I think my great flaw was I didn't vocalize what I was feeling. Or I vocalized it wrong and not like the, the root of it. Instead of being like, I'm an introvert. I just need a minute to regroup and just be in a quiet place. I was like, I feel super uncomfortable and anxious and I don't want to play those games or like, and then I'm do like, this activity. I'm like, why the heck doesn't Ashley want to be part of my family? You know, yeah. but in reality, she's just meeting her introverted needs. Right. Yeah, that was huge. So a few more nuggets to close out. Um, and this ties into everything we've talked about. Communication is not about what you say, but what they hear. Dun, dun, dun. Let that sink in. Here's another one coming at you hot. Believe that behind every behavior is a positive intention. I don't mm. think that's always true, but that's a good belief. It's a good belief to have. And it's like you live a happier life that way. It's true. But I have done things before out of spite shame on you <laughs> just to like throw that out there so yeah well it takes two to, to believe that every, behind every behavior is a positive intention because instead of like man you're such a jerk you say in your head i wonder what she could mean by that let me seek more context like that's those are two black and white yeah my great like thing that i try to do is to treat and like i think a lot of people say like treat the people like if you went out to a restaurant or like met someone you've never met before, you'd be like, you're just so gracious with them and like meeting their needs. And what do you need? And I just try and like treat my kids and Dallin that way. Or at least I try. Like don't take like you're not taking us for granted, you know, you don't yeah. take them for granted. But just treat you like how I would treat like, I don't know, like the president if he walked in kind of thing. Like I wouldn't, or like a coworker, like when I was working with someone and I disagreed with them, I wouldn't be like, you're such an idiot. Like what's wrong with you? Right. Where did you even come from? I'd be like, oh, like what a great idea. Uh -huh. This is my idea. Just being more respectful, I guess. And not, yeah. I mean, yeah. You can get used to being with somebody, but still keep that like curiosity rather than jumping to conclusions. Mm -hmm. So people are doing the best they can with the understanding they have at the time. There's another nugget. You? Nobody thinks they're wrong. 
they were raised that way or they really have come to the conclusion from their experiences that that way is the right way or, or the good way to do something. And so you can't just jump on them and be like, what the heck? They it's, think they're, they're doing the best they can with the understanding they have at the time. They think it's the best way. So like come at them. Oh, interesting. I've done it a different way. Would you like to learn that? Or, or kind of just like with the mindset that you're on the same team, it's like with, with a shared understanding that you're on the same team, you're like, oh, I've always done it this way. Do you want to learn about that? And then we can explore the way that we want to do it together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or if they're like not meeting quote unquote expectations, not that we're supposed to have those, like it's like with kids, like you can't expect them to do things that aren't, that they're not capable of doing. And just because you're a grown up doesn't mean you're capable of always like, you know, like people have anxieties or fears or traumas or just things that everyone's working through. And just like with George, like, like we don't take him to a restaurant and be like, okay, two year old, like sit still and don't make a noise. Like he's not capable of that. So like, like, just like I'm not capable of like thriving in like many situations. Like I think being aware of that and being, giving that person grace. Giving them grace. And instead of jumping to conclusions, seek context. And just understanding, like what you were saying, like they're doing the best that they can. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm having a freak out, it's because. It's not like Ashley chose to have a freak out because she is a hateful person or. Right. She's doing the best she can with the understanding of who she is at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a few little nuggets there at the end. Also, you're not marrying just a person. You're marrying a whole family. That's a whole other thing we could dive into, but probably don't have time. So much just, to talk about. Just know that just know that you're, their family is a big part of your life and you have to accept that and uh, decide if that's what you want to marry into or not and before you marry into it. Right. And I never grew up with the const, like the thought in my, like I was always like my family's important, but I never, and I think it's because my mom didn't have a huge like family dynamic. She did, but like we didn't live close to her family. And also like she was an only child and her parents were divorced. And then on my dad's side, he had seven kids and like a happily married set of parents. Mm -hmm. So we kind of did more with my dad's family. And I never just, I just never like saw it in my head or like prepared myself for like a situation where I don't, that was different than that. Like where mm -hmm. my family wasn't like the chief family that like. Oh, so like you didn't really go to family gatherings on your mom's side much. It was always your dad's side. Yeah. Like my, I never, like I, I've, I've been to like one, I don't. Or like, you didn't see your parents like share holidays or, never. or switch between families. Sort like rarely, but it was mostly like we stayed at home at my house or we went to my, my dad's, my, my grandparents on my dad's side. Yeah. And I grew up seeing my older brothers there like do so good at switching between families for this and that. And like they both love, love their both families. And at least that's what I saw. And so I come into the marriage with all these expectations and it's something Ashley and I have had to work out and set our own expectations and forget everything else that we thought would be true. And so that Slash goes back to the other things we talked about. still working on it. Yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> we're getting good we're better after we four preach, years. But we're not like the, what we're not yet to the point of what we're actually preaching. Like we said at the beginning, right. we are not perfect at these. These are things that we're working on and that we've learned and we're still learning. But hopefully if you're struggling with the same things, you can be like, oh, I'm not crazy mm -hmm. and alone and the only one struggling with this. We hope you guys have gained some nuggets from this. We, If we've blabbered or didn't clarify 
or elaborate on something as much as you wanted, feel free to reach out. Again, we are not counselors by any means, but these are things we've thought a lot about and we are married. We've been married for four years, something we're working on. So feel free to message us. And on, we still like each other. And we do. We do still like each other and I and love each other and it's growing and it's not diminishing. So we're doing some things right. Right. As I rub Ashley's feet. Right. Feel free to reach out to us Instagram at the Dashleys or Facebook.com slash the Dashleys vlog. Message us there. Uh, screenshot you listening to this podcast and post it on your story on Instagram and we'll shout you out on our story. Big announcement. If you're listening to this podcast, like within the week that it's come out, we're doing a big giveaway just to like kick off the launch of Big Little Life and spread the word about our podcast. We're giving away a blunt tech, y'all. So start off the new year making your healthy shakes. Right. Or ice cream or salsa or guacamole because we read the blend tech recipe guide. <laughs> we know everything about it. Hummus yeah. even can Should be made we go in a blend tech. Ice cream soup. It can warm soup Weird. somehow. Anyways, so all you have to do, the link is on all of our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube stories, all that description of this podcast. If you're listening to it within the week that we posted first week of January, click on the link. It's going to take you to Gleam. There's a few different ways to enter. Basically, follow us on Spotify or follow us on iTunes and leave us a review there or Google Podcasts. And there's going to be a few other ways. And the winner will win a blend tech. So go enter the contest. Oh, you get extra entries if you're not, if you're already subscribed to these things, just stay there. <laughs> but, you can, you can you still get points for it. Just show that you're subscribed. Right. You just have to show it. But if you're not subscribed to our YouTube or follow us on Instagram, you get extra points for that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time here on Big Little Life with the Dashleys. High five. Okay, bye.